What the fuck is up, you guys? This is another episode of Hashtag Let's Be Honest Podcast, and I am your host, Girl Behind the Mic. This episode, we're going to talk about how hard it is, the struggles of trying to create generational wealth while being a black millennial in America. So let's get into it. So I would like to start this episode off by saying that um, I just released another episode today. It was a Nipsey Hussle tribute. Um, Rest in peace to him. Condolences to him and his family. So, okay. Considering the situation, at first I didn't really have any topics that I really wanted to talk about. That was the only thing that was on my mind. But then I thought it, it kind of, he inspired me to kind of twist And I guess inspired me to get this episode. So what I'm going to do, because, you know, Nipsey stood a lot for, you know, buying black and putting back into the community, buying your block, uh, creating generational wealth, everything like that. Right. And so even though I'm not a rapper, even though I'm not in the streets and even though I'm not buying back my block, I thought that I can use the inspiration from him and his story and his legacy and kind of flip it and make an episode and kind of sharing my story and the struggles that I'm going through with trying to create my own sense of generational wealth and um, just ways to give back to my own community. And so this is episode to kind of reflect and kind of to just, I don't really know what the point of this episode is, to be honest, but... um. I just feel like I was inspired and it's a conversation that a lot of people ask and a lot of people, older people, don't really understand the struggles from a quote-unquote millennial. Um, (laughs) So I figured that's just something I'm going to go ahead and jump into. So I think the best way to jump into this episode is to take uh, a few looks back, like a couple years of my life. Because I feel like for a lot of people, breaking the cycle and creating this, uh, this, um, this, this world that you like to live in comes based off of where you grew up. Either the things that you had that you would like to have again, or things that you never had that you would like to have. You know. So for a lot of people in the streets, they never had a lot of shit growing up, so they want to change that. They want to provide their family with things that they've never had. Um, some people had things and lost it, so they want to pay it back. In my case, it's a little bit of both, you know. So I grew up, although I grew up in Bel Air, Merlin, you know, my family, we had money. I spoke about it on some of my previous episodes in the beginning. Uh, so to briefly basically go over it, my family, we had a decent amount of money. My parents were able to provide us, and I say that I had one of the best childhoods that I could ever imagine, and that's facts. Like, that's that on that. And so with that being said, um, I just feel as though, like, for example, when things changed, when money got bad, 2008, we moved to Texas, um, the economy went to shit, and it really, my parents made some not so smart business moves and things really reflected that and my life literally turned fucking flipped upside down goddamn so 
we had to sacrifice a lot of things. So one of the things that my father had to sacrifice was his Rolex. He had to sell his Rolex so we can make some money and make some ends meet. And I've learned a lot out of that experience, so, so, so much. But one of the things that I always say is that when I get successful, when I get money, I want to pay or get my father a nice Rolex. I want to give him whatever Rolex that he desires to pay that forward. Um, and that's just an example of one of the things that I want to give back to directly to my father. But I always say that when I have children and the way that I want to have my family is to, I want to provide, be able to provide them at least with everything that my family provided me with. I was spoiled. We had a great life and I am not ashamed to say it. So I want that and more. I want to be able to pay off some of my family's debt. I want to start off start foundations. Um, my parents used to flip houses in different communities, some places in North Carolina, some places in Baltimore. Uh, want to be able to do that. I want to just be able to pay things forward in a, uh, many different ways. That is not exactly where I'm going with this episode. That can be another episode, um, especially when I get more insight into more ways that I can pay it forward. But to take a different little gear here, to switch gears, you know, to be able to do those things puts a lot of stress on me. It, it becomes stressful, right? Because, um, one, okay, let's, let's keep going back. So growing up had things, okay, cool. Things didn't work out too well. Economy dropped in Texas. Shit was hard. Cool. Um, I went to a really good high school in a really good district with a lot of white people with a lot of money, okay? Um, and one of the things that was very um, telling to me and some of my other friends that happened to be his, uh, Latino and um, mother black friends was the difference in preparation for college. Yes, we all went to this school in this great school district. Yes, we all got good grades, great grades. Yes, we all had great GPAs to get into colleges. Yes, we all like that. That part wasn't the issue. The difference was those, the white kids, and everything's not always black and white, but I'm sorry, in my life, a lot of times it is. <laughs> I'm just speaking from my experiences, being fucking honest. So, those kids already knew what colleges they wanted to attend. Some of them since middle school, some since the age of fucking five. Some is legacy. Their parents went here, um, met there, had them. They're going to go there. Their grandparents went there, you know. Some knew which places they want to go because they love certain sports teams and they really want to go to that school. Others... Just, I don't know, but it was just a different level of preparation versus all of us, all of the minority students, all the black and Hispanic students, we were kind of just like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm going to college. Like, I I mean, like, my parents aren't going to let me not go to college, you know? Where do you want to go? I don't know. Like, I know what degree I want. I know what I want to do, but I don't know. I just found a school that has a somewhat good ranking and that has my degree. You know, it was just different. We felt... It At times, it makes you feel inadequate, but I'm going to get there. That's not one of those times, but it, it was confusing. It was hard, even with trying to figure out, um, with filling out FAFSA. So, look, if you 
or black, brown, whatever, any type of person of color in a suburban ass school going through college admissions, senior year high school, that was such a crazy and a weird, confusing ass time. Things was so fucking different. It was just different because the preparation, FAFSA, a lot of them didn't have to even go through FAFSA, didn't know what it was. I had to be, then the minority students, we didn't know what the fuck, it's like, okay, so I got to fill out FAFSA, but how the fuck do I fill out FAFSA? Oh, I need this information, this information. Mom, did you file t- your taxes? Did Are you on that? Like, what does this line mean? What does that line mean? She doesn't know. So now we got to call the fucking accountant or the tax person, whatever, whatever they are. I don't know. See, I don't even know. Got to call them and ask them like, hey, so FAFSA is asking for this. Can you give us this information? It was so stressful. It was... It's still stressful. For example, just recently I was filling out FAFSA because I have, y'all got five more classes left. However, they don't offer the classes during summer, so I have to take them during fall. What that means is I still had to get financial aid for fall. So I'm trying to fill it out, and then the um, the person doing my parents' taxes asks for a 1098-T form saying something about a tax break for um, people who are paying educational costs or college tuition and so it's just like little shit like that we didn't even know about. Coming to find out we had one for every year I've been here, haven't filed it at all. That's potential money we've been missing out on. And it's just little shit we just don't know. We're so ignorant to certain things. And I know a lot of people hate to say ignorance, but ignorance just literally means like lack of knowledge. We just do not have the knowledge on so many things, and it becomes frustrating. You make financial issues, I mean mistakes, and that's a whole nother episode. I don't, okay. I'll get there whenever I graduate and have to start paying those financial mistakes back. That's when I'll talk about that. But as for right now, it's just as an example, it becomes so stressful. And you, I felt so lost back then. We all felt so lost. We didn't really know what the fuck was going on. You know, um, some of us had to try to f- find scholarships. Some of us had to scramble to pay out of pocket. Some students had to work full time and be a student full-time, you know. Luckily, things switched up for finances. But, like, that that's an example how stressful it is. Also, you know, a lot of us, we're the first ones out of our siblings to go to college. We're holding the team on our motherfucking back. Like, and it puts a different stress level on you. It does. It really does. For example... One of the stressors of when I was really fucking up or not doing well in college, or just the stress of just potentially fucking up or not doing well in college, right, is if I don't do well, that means that I'm going to have a shitty GPA, which means I won't be able to get certain jobs, which means I won't be able to provide or make, make a certain amount of money, which puts a cap on me, which means I can't provide this for my family, which means that my kids and my kids' kids won't be able to have that. Like, you just think. And I also have anxiety. So that's how I think about shit in general already. And it just becomes stressful because I know, because you also know that this shit is a game and a hustle. You also know it's a finesse. You also learn that it's not always about how smart you are. It's about how you can finesse, who you can link with. There's plenty of people that graduated with honors that were went to community college for two or three years, transferred that last year to a university, 
kept that bomb GPA and did that shit. Am I discrediting him? Hell no, you fucking finesse. You did the right thing. You did what the fuck I should have been smart enough to do. Goddamn. Was it a different workload than university? Yes. Is it a different stress level when and add in different factors when you're living hours away at a university campus versus when you're living at home with your mom and you're doing community college courses? Yes. But do I discredit hell that any of that shit? Hell no, nah, because that's one of the things you learn. All this shit is a finesse. And it's just like that becomes one of the stressors. One another stressor is, okay, well, I'm graduating not only if I fuck up and don't make a certain GPA or or can't, that will put a certain cap on my money and can only provide this lifestyle for my family. Then you have to add in the fact of like, oh, bitch, debt? That bitch is coming around. Like right now, we're in a deficit, you know? But after I graduate, um, they're going to be knocking six months after I graduate. They're going to be knocking at my door or knocking in my email, <laughs> whatever, asking for that money. And I'm in a lot of debt. A lot of us are in a lot of debt, but I'm even in more debt because I spent even more time being in college because I was trying to spend more time to fix my mistakes. Okay, boom, I'll get into it. So, yes, a lot of you may not know, well, a lot of you should know, and if you do not know, listen back to my, I believe my mental health update um, episode and just some beginning episodes. I'm pretty sure I talk about it. Um, if not, let me know because I'll definitely talk about it, but Long story short, freshman year college, um, my life turned upside down. Um, I clamped up. I became a whole different person than I was in high school, to be honest, in every sense of the way. I was extremely outgoing in high school, used to go out, party every weekend. However, I had a 3.65 GPA, was on top of my shit, was in, like, actually a part of things, organizations, groups. It I had a life, I was moving around, I was super busy, like, I was outgoing, all that shit. Came to college, got depressed, anxiety, lost a bunch of weight, got sad, um, obviously, because, well, depressed. Um, (laughs) Became more of an introvert, more kind of antisocial, fucked my grades up really bad when I was depressed, fucked my GPA up. Well, then it got to the point to where I started getting my life together, um, got started gaining my weight back slowly but surely got back in a healthier mental space um things are so hard fuck yeah but I'm doing way way better um all that being said like I mentioned before the stresses of oh shitty GPA shitty life all that I was like okay well no well one my my so my degree plan isn't the same to where some people can skate by but all C's and um just like graduate me, I can't do that. Like, I have to actually have, like, good grades. And so, one, I had to go back and retake some classes because when you retake a class, it'll automatically replace that first grade that you had, and which means you'll boost your GPA without having to add any extra credit hours. Adding extra credit hours, GPA is basically calculated by how many attempted hours you do. Like, the class can have X amount of attempted hours, um, like, divided by how many hours you actually get from taking the class. So, for example, if a class is three hours, um, like if a class is like 2310, like ESS 2310, that means it's three hours, right? And three hours on the scale, I believe you get like an A. If you get an A in the class, that means you get four points. 
So you'll do like, so if I got an A, it'd be four times that three, which means 12 potential points. Anyway, it's a bunch of math. Basically what I'm saying is you won't have to add in extra points. So you, it, just, it just basically replaces it. You don't get nothing taken out. It's just if you failed the first time and you replace it and you get a B or a C, it'll just boot, all it can do is boost your GPA. It can't drop you. So with that being said, I was retaking a lot of classes to boost my shit to where I can be more competitive in the job field so that I can, one, stay in my degree plan <laughs> and a whole bunch of other shit, right? And so it's just stressful. It really is. It really is, especially because me, I have old parents. <laughs> my father is, I believe he's, wow, I don't even know his name, his, uh, not his goddamn name, no damn name. I don't even know his age offhand. I want to say my dad is 62 now, though. I'm, he's for sure 60, okay? And then my mom, <clears throat> I ain't going to tell you about my mom's age, but just know she up there, too. And so, yeah, them niggas been married for, like, 30-something damn near 40 years if they haven't been married for 40 years already but I'm pretty sure it's like 38 or 37 some shit but they getting there so yeah they they getting up there so it kind of also puts this rush on me to get my life together get my shit together also bougie bitch I just want to be able to do shit I want to be able to just frequently be able to if I want to go to Thailand if I want to go to Bali if I want to go to in, like if I want to go anywhere I want to just be able to do that shit no problem so that's also a stressor. It's all just stressful. And then you add in the fact of, you know, things aren't the same in terms of the the worth of a dollar. Like, the, like, we look at what our parents were doing around this age and be like, oh, they, a lot of them already started their family. I'm 22. I'm turning 23 in May. So a lot of them motherfuckers already had their first kid or they at least were already moved out their parents' house by now. And a lot of us just look and compare our situations to them. I'm like, well, they had their shit together. They had this, they had that. Why can't I be like this? I don't feel grown. I don't feel grown. But we also got to remember, like, things were different. Times were different. Jobs were hiring differently. They were paying differently. Excuse me. They had all kinds of bullshit. Like, it was, it was just different, y'all. It was different. And so we have to really remind ourselves of that. And we can't just keep. Stressing, 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 stressing. Like, I, this is something I have to remind myself about a lot. And really just remind myself, like, look, all you can do is sit down, create a plan, stick to that fucking plan, and give it your all. That's literally all you can do. Things will fall into place, you know? Get right with the Lord, get right with the universe, have good karma, manifest all of that and you'll be all right we will be all right we just gotta relax sometimes also gotta get off that damn social media not only is it taking up so much of our time but it's clouding our judgment and it's giving us anxiety and just depression and giving us a false sense of reality yes i understand social media can be a great tool. Yes, social media is helping many people secure the bag, but social media is also helping a lot of people fumble the bag. So, you know, I'm not speaking for those of you who got your shit together 
Um, like even myself, I just now created my business page since I've been throwing events and shit and going to start working on promoting and marketing more with the uh, a podcast and shit like that. However, I spend a lot of time on their bullshitting. <laughs> and I think a lot of us, majority of us, uh, regular schmegler folk, spend a lot of time on social media bullshitting too much more time than we should. I put it like that. So those of you who don't already have your phone set up to where you can go to your settings. I don't know how to exactly do it right now. I ain't going to walk y'all motherfuckers through it, but you can Google it. You can basically set up um, time limits on your apps. Um, If you have an iPhone, I have an iPhone. And it will, one, tell you how much time you spend on each app, but you can set up how much time you want to spend on, on your media in general. And then once you hit that time limit, it'll tell you, like, time's up. And it'll kind of like uh, put it on do not disturb. And if you want to extend it 15 minutes, you can. If you want to just ignore it for the day, you can. But I think it's a very um, helpful tool. Also, just it, yeah, it just gives you some, it, it shows you all these lives of people. And it does also give us that more pressure. All of this just feels like a lot of pressure, right? Like that's overall, that's the stress, that's the struggle. We feel like we have all these expectations of us and we feel like we got to rush to get there. And we feel like we're not getting there quick enough or doing it correctly. And we need to alleviate that pressure. So sometimes take a break from that shit. You know, if if you're making business, handling business on there, post your, your schedule uh, your scheduled posts like you need to, or um, do what handle whatever business you know, but don't just be on there just scrolling, or just take a look at how much time you spend on there, because you're gonna realize, God damn, if I'm asleep for this amount of time, supposed to be in school and or working for this amount of time, and then scrolling on this amount of time, what is going on? Like you really realize, like there, things ain't right. <laughs> things ain't right and you can be a lot more efficient with your time. One of the biggest things I've been working on personally is time management and being efficient with my time because time management, so for me, time management is like, okay, bitch, spend only this amount of time on Instagram, Twitter, and um, basically that's my main two. Um, Spend this amount of time on those apps versus being efficient with the time is like, okay, well, now since I've created more time, since I'm not on those apps and now I have free time, now let me make sure that I'm actually working during that free time. That's, that's what I mean by being efficient. Like You could have free time, for example. You could be like, oh, yeah, I have six free hours a day to study, okay? But then you realize that you only knocked out goddamn one chapter worth of work or two chapters. How the hell did you only knock out one or two chapters? If you were actually being efficient, you would have been able to knock out a lot more than that. And so there's different ways to learn how to be efficient. Y'all been having to look at YouTube videos. Um, they have ways of being efficient for if you're on a flight, how to knock out work on there. Like they have all kinds of shit, but just research it because that's what I'm on right now because I've realized that sometimes I can have free time or I'll know that I have a busy schedule but when I'm knocking things out yeah I'm knocking it out but I need to knock it out quicker quicker faster you need to find the keys the strategies all that um if you don't already have a planner get a planner 
map shit out, just try to plan and stay on top of our shit. I think that's the biggest thing, one of the biggest things, and it'll alleviate a lot. Um, but overall, we can do it, and we just got to always remember, like, if you're religious, like, remember, you can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens you, okay? So don't, look, it, it gets discouraging, I know, I know, but kind of do whatever you need to do to ground yourself, look at the bigger picture, don't get discouraged, don't give up, I know sometimes it gets so easy to be like, oh, well, if this is happening, well, this is going to happen, so just fuck it all, right, just fuck it, like, no, don't, don't, stick to the course, stick it out, good things will happen, you know, people don't just, in every aspect, you know, people don't just blow up every night. People don't just get successful overnight. And sometimes you do have to make mistakes to grow. So keep all that shit in mind. Also remember, you cannot make mistakes if you do not take opportunities. Take opportunities when they are presented to you because remember, they are presented to you for whatever reason. You do not know what it can bring. I was so terrified the day of my event or like the last week of my event when we planning the event because it was crunch time, you know? It was, it was South by was happening after South by. We only had five days. Five days was including the fifth day was the day of the show. Like, and it was like, okay, well, we only had a little bit of ticket sales. Like, we only had a little bit. And it was just like, wow, this is discouraging. Wow, I'm scared to fail. Wow, wow, what the fuck? But then all that stressing was for nothing. Realize it's happening for a reason. I learned so much from the event. During the event, people were telling me, like, you know, people need this. Like, don't be discouraged. Trust the process. Keep going. You did great. Like, so many different people was constantly just reassuring us and just telling us. And it wasn't even like it was pity. I don't know. Could have been one or two people that was pitying me. But for the, all the other people, I think it was genuine. So, <laughs> but, like, no, it was a good turnout. And it was just a great experience. But that's, that's something that would have never happened if we would have just bitched up, just got scared, and was just like, oh. <gasps> No, nah, no, nah, bro, let's just let's just cancel it. Just, let's just postpone it. Like, it's so easy to just clam up and just cancel shit and just back down. That's the easy thing to do. I hate to say it, but it is. And you really just have to trust whatever's happening. It could either be a learning. Like, you got to believe that either you're going to succeed in it or you might not succeed in it, but it will be a learning experience that will help you up to succeed in some other cases. That's just how you have to look at it. And you can't be scared because at the end of the day, this is a crazy life that we live in. One minute you're here and next minute you're fucking gone. You do not want any regrets or you don't want. I think a lot of us, we also get caught up in thinking like, okay, well, this is the way that the world can be. Like we, we put these imaginary um limits on ourselves and we think that certain people have certain lifestyles because it just... It's just meant to happen just for them, though. Like, yes, everybody has a destiny. I do believe that. Yes, certain things do allow people to get to certain places quicker, such as um, privilege and a whole bunch of other shit, right? Okay, cool. However, if you work hard, if you set yourself up and do certain things, if you look at certain blueprints that have already been set out, if you put in the time and work, something will give, something will happen. 
and we only have, and it's so sound, it sounds so cliche and so bullshit that we only have one life, but we do. And you don't want to find out you're fucking sick or you, you find out you have like some type of terminal illness or just something. And you're like, God damn, I wish I would have went on that trip when they asked me to go to fucking Thailand. I wish I would have fucking went or damn, I wish I would have just anything, bro. Like you just got to do that shit. Trust it. Go out on a limb. Just do it. Don't think that if you grew up in a fucking project, don't think that you're, the best you can be is only in the projects. So or don't even think that the best you could be is just the suburbs and a uh, fucking 30 minutes outside of town either. That's that's not the best. You can be whatever the fuck you want to be if you really grind and do that shit. And I, I really wholeheartedly believe that shit. Like, I really do. So I know I've been on my little soapbox or whatever. <laughs> guess you could say I'm back on my shit, okay? But yeah, bro, like I just really hope to say this to to all the to all the creatives that feel discouraged, that feel like your shit isn't getting listened to, that feels like you putting in the work, you feel like you grinding, but ain't nobody hearing you, and you feel like you see these motherfuckers who who talking about bullshit or promoting bullshit or getting hype and live off bullshit or, or trolling their way to the top. Like I get it, it's discouraging, but just what's meant for you is meant for you. Play out your like, stick to the route, play hard. You gonna get there and grind. Play work smarter, not harder. Look at the blueprints that's already been set up. You know, I seen, um, fuck, I seen this video from a very, very inspirational woman I just started following recently on Instagram. I'm going to pull it up because she's really been fucking inspiring me, fucking expired like I'm some damn bread. Her name is (laughs) Dana Chanel, D-A-N-A Chanel, um, C-H-A-N-E-L. And she's super motivational. But one of the things she was saying was, you can copy, but copy the right person. Look at what these brands are doing right. Look at whoever you're inspired by. Look at what they're doing right. Take that shit and then tailor it to how you can and integrate certain parts of it and, and use it to uplift yourself. Obviously, give credit where it's due. Don't just yank somebody exact shit on some fashion over shit, all right? But, you know, do that shit, but... Yeah, to the creators that feel discouraged, just go hard. It'll be all right. Just, we got this shit. But, like, continue to go fucking hard. Because if you give it your all, you know that if whatever don't work out, you know that whatever happens, you can't say that you didn't fucking try. Nothing worse. Like, yo, like last semester when I didn't make fucking Dean's List, I was so close. I was so close to making Dean's List. And I, I really, it haunted me. It gave me more anxiety. I was crying about it for days because I just feel like from going to academic probation twice, from being damn near expelled out this bitch to making Dean's List, I feel like what a fucking victory. But then I looked back and said, but damn it, Bird, if you just would have turned in that one assignment, you would have had those those last 15 points to get you that one to make that B and A, and you would have had Dean's List. But that obviously means I didn't give it everything that I had because I allowed that, that room for error. Why did I allow that room for error? Because I actually forgot all about that assignment. It's not that I chose not to do it. forgot all about it because what? I wasn't properly planning. So, look at that. 
to all my my fucking my black people, my fucking Hispanic folk, my people of color, whatever, who who be in these white spaces, who feel inadequate, who feels unprepared, underprepared, when you feel like, God damn it, like how the fuck can I compete? Remember, you're in that space for a fucking reason. Remember all the people that you're doing it for. Use that stress and that pressure to push you. I don't know how physics really work yet, you know, but hey, there's got to be some type of counterforce, little thing you can do to reverse that shit and use it as a uh, momentum. <laughs> so do that and just just stay strong, y'all. Everybody, everybody, just stay strong. Thank you for listening to another episode of Hashtag Let's Be Honest Podcast. I'm your host, Girl Behind the Mic. Um, feel free to share this shit with your friends, your timeline. Tell people about me. Leave comments, um, reviews on Apple, Spotify, all that shit. If you like what I'm doing, then go ahead and promote me so I can get popping like everybody else. Then you won't be saying, oh, well, all the people who get in popping just bullshit. See? See how that works? You got to support people. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, thank you for real, for real, for listening. Thank you for hanging in here. And yeah, thank you for tuning into another episode. Bye, y'all.